Hello and welcome to my podcast. Uh, this is Rick Kander here. The song you guys just heard is one of my latest songs. It's called Art Night. It's it's quite an interesting song in musical terms, cause because it's uh, at the beats at the drums, it really has like a triplet uh, pattern in terms of the snares, which really gives like a Latin vibe to the song. So musically, it's quite diverse because it's just not just electronic music. It's like a combination between genres. And really, what I, what I was trying to achieve is trying to communicate not just uh, the song, but trying to communicate who I am. And now, uh, I am a Latino, meaning that, uh, you know, this, this rhythm is really, really near and dear to my heart. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a typical music we listen to over here. But my genre is generally electronic music, more, more specifically chill music and maybe lo-fi sometimes. So I really wanted to merge, you know, my my two favorite uh, genres when it comes to music. So that's why I started adding things to this song, to this project, such as the as a triplets uh, in this nurse, giving it these uh, Latin vibe to the song, which I really, really think gives it like a special vibe when it comes to other songs in this in, in this sort of genre. Uh, it really isn't like like everything else, but but musically it isn't. All right, next up we're going to talk about the arrangement of the song. My songs really don't have like a typical arrangement. Well, they do start. They typically start with like a, like an eight bar intro with no drums, no bass. It's just an introduction to the chords, and the first four bars are usually just a pad, uh, and adding a, a piano on the fifth to the well, on the fifth uh, bar. That, that's how I I I try to communicate the feeling of the song. Uh, by introducing the chords, which is really the, the the soul of the song, the thing that really does communicate what your song, your song is all about. If it's a happy song or not, uh, that's why it's important having a nice intro that really shows your chords and the, what your song is all about. After that, I, I do make like a... It's not a draw per se, but it's something... You know, to introduce a little bit, a little bit more of the song, a little bit more of the rhythm, maybe some new sounds. You can introduce some, uh, some extra, you know, makeup sounds with some panning, just make it sound fancy. That's what you will typically introduce uh, your drums and your bass. That's when the song comes to, uh, not 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 an ecstasy because that's a drop. But to an interesting point, the point where, you know, the listener starts to understand really what the song is about. So, that, at that point, you should introduce your drums, your chords, and your bass. And really, a little bit like a demo version of your lead would be, you know, really fitting. So they do start to get what the feeling of the song is. Next up, we're talking about the break. It's the sort of thing that comes, uh, you know, after 
a drop typically or you know to section off parts of the song uh in this song i have really two types of breaks because you know after the first uh in, well, after the first time i introduced the the the, uh, the the drums and the bass uh it's really really not about uh, you know changing the vibe but it as much but it's really about you know making the vibe evolve because you know we at that point at the first break we really listen only to a a really really analog sounding synth a really you know big sound wave just trying to communicate how how the song is going to turn out uh, to give a bit of context to say after that after that we have the actual the actual break you know at that point the you know the drums stop so is the bass and maybe just the maybe maybe just the pad and with a few effects maybe some swoop outs uh that way we can you know add some transition elements without it sounding really really drastical or, or anything just make it sound natural that way uh, we start slow again we have an opportunity to build up the energy again and and yeah you can introduce that part maybe some faded out pianos in the background playing like uh playing like really, really speedy and you know make it go evolve 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 until you know you get to the you know the ecstasy of the song which is the drop now let's talk about the the you know the thing everyone wants to know how how's the drop made you know it's a really really interesting drop because it's not really typical at all it's not really what i pictured you know at first i really wanted to make like a calm song without any really big drop but after I showed it to some of my friends, uh, they told me, "Oh, it needs, it actually needs a drop. It's a drop." People really were expecting that, so I I just sat down. And I thought, it, it really kind of does, you know. The song naturally wants to go there, wants to evolve, wants to become so much more than it was, and it did. I'm really really happy with the way it turned out. It's really my favorite part of the song now. So the so the drop. It really, really is not that complex. Well, we have some of the layers with the, the drums. The drums really don't have any any other thing special at this point. Just have you know the, the main lead side chains to make to emphasize them and making you know stand out in, in the whole mix. Uh, we also have the bass. I actually do think I let my bass in, in this one. I added like some extra bass to make it sound like fuller and better oh, of course it's still side chain so you know to to not take any to you know to let the drums shine shine through the mix after that uh we have like the mid section where you know it has just like your pianos and your pads playing you know to make it sound full i typically do also have add a side chain to this section but i also add like stereo shaper or oh, you can just add it most reverbs also have like a stereo shaper built in but you know you can go a step further and just add like a stereo shaper to really do give um 
you know, like a stereo feel to, to this part. So it really, really fills up the mix and really does not sound like amateur. It So it does sound like full and, you know, really professionally made. After that, we have like the main, no, actually, we do have the main leads, but I'm going to talk about uh, some sock codes I have played in this section of the drop, which which really do just follow the chords in another pattern. Well, in the same pattern, but you know, section off differently. So there's just sock codes playing, you know, in in a nice rhythm which is not really that complicated just layer your chords always layer your sounds to make them sound fuller you know add some diversity diversity and you know eh, all of that but the but you know the really interesting and special part of this drug i at least i think are really the the leads which are in i which are you know, some, well, there are some pluck sounds and and also some bells, which is this really, really, really good project, project, uh, it's really, really good plugin I really, really love. It's called, I don't remember what it's called, uh, Laps, it's called Laps. It's free. It has this Ihana something, but it's a, it's like a musical box something, I think. But it's just some bells that that did sound amazing. So what it did is just made made a made a part and you know following the you know the what the chords in key, so they are in key. Then layered it like uh, an an octave higher, so they do sound like a bit fuller. I have some of more damage because if you put like too high up, they don't really. Uh, sound like they, they have like a midsection but if you do uh, layer them they sound bad I also like dequantize them I guess you could say you know what you would call swing in an FL studio just to make it sound more more human it's not really something uh, well it's something to differentiate your your song and make it sound so robotic and and yeah, it's just they just follow like a part and by art. They're really, really. Uh, I think yeah, there's two, there's two of the same bells. They just duplicate, but one is panned to the left side and or to the right side. So it's, they have the stereo shape, but they're not, uh, you know, limited by a plugin, because you know in my, you know, it doesn't sound so good. But there's also like a third sound right in the middle, just to emphasize more of the drop, which is a, a little pluck sound I made in an analog synth. It's really easy and basic, but you know, it really did give it that extra push, the extra push and extra emotion, extra, you know, decor that the, that the drop needed. Now we're gonna talk about mastering your mix. You know, this is quite the subject because you know, everyone, has really a like a different way to master your songs. I used to watch this really, really hour long uh, tutorials on YouTube telling you to, oh, you know, add this, you know, export it, add add this plugin, and then this one, and add like a like I think it's span just to check 
check out the frequencies if they are okay. I don't really think that all of that's necessary. All I do is I do export the as a wave uh, the the final song just to make sure it has the maximum quality possible. So you do that. You export the song, then add to a new project, then duplicate it. And one of the uh, of the songs is just go ahead and emphasize the low frequencies, and on the other one, just go ahead and emphasize the high frequencies. While simultaneously, you know, lowering the a bit of uh, of the other frequencies that not being emphasized on that one, is, and and that I then after that I just grouped them together, and mostly just. I'd like uh there's this pro you know I, I I know most of you guys have heard of, of Sasser's Fatner, which is uh, like a distortion pl- plugin. But this I have this other really really cool p- plugin that I don't quite remember the name, but it has this preset which is called British Clean Distortion, which is basically just bringing up the volume and uh, of the of of, of the song. Without really adding any distortion or, or maybe a little bit, but just turn it down. Uh, so it really does, you know, emphasize the the rest of the song. Makes you know the at, at the same time the lows uh, really really get emphasized, and so as the highs and the mids uh, are really typically typically. Where my songs are really, really mostly concentrated, so they don't really need any emphasizing. But if your songs, you find out that you're really, really lacking on your on your on your mix, you can emphasize that part too. You just create a third track and do so as the as the same. So really, uh, mastering for me is not that hard. It but it is something you know that really does require practice, and I do recommend you know after that just. Stay off the song like it for a couple of days or a couple, a couple of weeks even, you know, just so you hear, you can hear some of the mistakes you might have made on the mix, and really really try to fix them before you actually go, and posting your songs to wherever it is you you got you you know, upload it to might might it be SoundCloud or Spotify, whatever you know it's it's really really. You just really have to make sure you have, you know, that that your end product is really, really complete and it's ready to be shared. Just so you do actually share something, you know, that's worth sharing. Right, so I just want to thank you guys for listening. This is my first podcast. I really do know it's it's really rough around the edges, but, uh, you know, I'm trying my best. I, I really try to, I really try my best to, to break down my my song here and show you guys some well I give you guys some advice on you know what to do in your mixes and when it comes to mastering and some overall advices that I hope you really guys you guys really uh, enjoyed uh, so yeah thanks for listening